What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. This podcast is meant to be really conversational and casual, just a couple of leaders here at Fathom talking about faith and life and talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on Monday through Saturday and not just on Sunday. So tune in, listen to the conversation and open your heart. We pray that this really helps. Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott here with the engagement director of Fathom Church, (laughs) Tara Howard. Hello. (laughs) So you guys were used to, you're used to me saying that I'm here with lead pastor Kyle Nelson and he is not here today. Nope. He's out of town. And Tara and I are going to to kick off and, and lead this podcast, but just long time no here guys. Right? Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. So um, what happened was, see, right, exactly. A couple of weeks ago, Pastor Kyle and I completely forgot to tell you that we were taking <laughs> a week off last week to go to the Exponential Conference. Yeah. So that was our bad, my bad, that I forgot to tell you that part that we were going to take a week off. But um, the message that Sunday was so good. It was titled, What's in Your Mouth? Pastor Kyle preached an amazing, what we call a one-off message, not in a series, Mm -hmm. but just an amazing one-off message that had been, you know, I don't know that he said burdening, but like it had been something He said it was a long time coming or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm really glad that he got to preach that message and we did not want to skip yeah, we had to talk a podcast. about it. We yep. want to talk about it. Um, it's Take that one beyond Sunday. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, so, so many of us have been talking about it over yep. the last couple of weeks, you know, in private conversations. So we're just going to do that and have a public recorded conversation about this one. So yeah. Um, what's in your mouth, right? <laughs> I'm so glad no one shouted bingo. If full, here's the thing right now, just pause this podcast do not listen to another word that Tara or I have to right. say. You need to hear the message first. If you have not heard this message, yeah. because it was very convicting. Mm-hmm. It was straight biblical and yep. it was important. Like really, yeah. really important as a self-evaluation and self-reflection. Like it is one of those that makes you go, like if you can't say amen, at least say ouch right. kind of thing. Like yeah, it that's was, so true. It was mm-hmm. one of those where you just want to say like, okay, I need to take a little bit of a survey and see where I land um, in some of these areas. So if, you, if you're still with us and you're continuing <laughs> to listen, then that means that you did hear that podcast already, or you were in the house listening to that sermon, yeah. or maybe you watched um, the video on YouTube or on Facebook or, or whatnot. But what's in your mouth? Man, I'm, again, so glad that nobody had to shout bingo because some of these things that we're looking at is, you know, the power of life and death is in yep. the tongue. Yep. And so this idea that um, we, what is in your mouth, like these, he kind of listed the, the bingo thing, if you didn't hear it, the bingo thing, or if you heard it and it kind of like, that wasn't the thing that resonated with you is him looking and saying like, do you have, is it gossip mm-hmm. in your mouth? Like this is something that has the power of death right? That's not the power of life in your tongue. Gossip has the power of death. Complaining um, has the power of death in our tongue. Um, Empty words or what he called lazy Lazy. words um, has that power of death. Um, Words that don't honor God or, you know, those ones that are like out of place, like so 
the worldly or foul mm-hmm. kind of words, and then curses, which is not the same as cursing. So right. that previous one, right. the those words that don't honor God, um, like the cursing, is different than curses. Um, and so curses are this other thing that are like the power of, of death on our tongue. And so, man, just listening to a, a couple of those and being in the room as we're all... Right, digesting different bits of that. <laughs> digesting Ooh. what that sounds like yeah. and what that feels like right after he had explained to us what prophecy is, mm-hmm. right? And so this counterbalance of what of, of these death-bringing words that might be in our mouth, this counterpoint yeah. to the power of the life. Yeah. Versus how much potential we really have yeah. to speak life. Right. Right. And yeah. so prophecy as uh, the pastor Kyle definition, like this is not <laughs> Webster y'all then, <laughs> but his definition that he gave us a slide for, and then he also you know talked through it um, in scripture. And then here in the house was prophecy is a timely word of encouragement. Encouragement is life on our tongue, right? Um, Teaching, which teaching, like this is how we learn. So teaching is is life in our tongue. Correction, which sometimes might not feel like life on our tongue, but really is because it's a different form of teaching. Correction is Mm -hmm. this different form of teaching. Um, Warning uh, is another way that we can have life on our tongue and then, or comfort, right? So it's prophecy is a timely word of encouragement, teaching, correction, warning or comfort prompted by God from one believer to another believer. I just love that definition so much um, because all of those details matter. Matters that it's, it's only prophecy if it's prompted by God. Yeah. It's, it's prophecy if it's comforting, if it's, um, if, it's, if it's encouragement or if it's teaching. It's one of these things, right? Prompted by God from a believer to another believer. That part really stuck out to me, mm. a believer to another believer. Like we think of, or I say, I shouldn't say we, I think of uh, the way Hollywood looks at a prophet. I've seen these different movies and what, what mm. ho- the way Hollywood, um, you know, views a prophet or a way they, um, the way they portray, that's what I'm looking for. That's the word I'm looking for. The way they portray a prophet is this guy standing on a corner Mm. or, you know, at the top of a staircase shouting to people he doesn't know, shouting to Mm. people he has no idea, you know, where they are with the Lord, just shouting out, shouting out all of these things and saying whatever he wants to say and, and calling that a prophet. But is it, is, is that really what, you know, what a prophet was in the Bible? Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. The prophets were brought for Old Testament prophets were brought to God's people for teaching Mm. or correction or warning or these different things or a combination of all of the above, not just some dude out on a street corner with, you know, a megaphone screaming that if you don't do what I say, like God told me to tell you this. And if you don't do what I say, Mm. then you're going to go to a bad place. Yeah. That's kind of taking on a little more authority. I mean, we have authority has been given to us, um, but there's a responsibility to speak and a responsibility to speak in the way that Jesus would have us do that. Right. And not shouting and not with some sort of a <laughs> do it or else mindset. Right. Or like that, 
I don't know. It's just a, a, a weird different, like that's a cultural difference. But in love. Yeah. Right. A cultural difference between what we see around us and what the Bible actually says. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll get into that. We'll talk about that and worldview and stuff in another podcast um, from this past week's message. But we really, I think sometimes it's just so easy for us to get caught up in, um, in what we've heard without actually taking that to the scripture or what Mm -hmm. we've seen, what we've learned from some other, you know, what we've learned somewhere else, what we've learned outside of the Bible without actually taking it to the Bible and saying like, okay, does this, do these things actually jive? Like, do they work together or do I need to unlearn some things that I've learned in light of the scriptures? Yeah. So, um, Let's let's talk a little bit about because I mean prophecy, I don't know. When you hear that word like now as a believer, how does that make you feel versus, you know, maybe before you were a believer mm. or um as an early believer, as a newbie, yeah. baby, a oh, baby well, in Christ. Oh gosh, as a baby I probably thought I probably don't didn't think much about that word. I I think just learning I would have thought that that was only something that happened in scripture. Mm-hmm. It happened and now it's no longer operative. It's right. no longer, um, which that is a thing that happened, um, one type of prophet. Right. Um, and I think that that's all I would have thought. And newer to faith, I think that I would have been really leery and skeptical of anyone who maybe suggested that they had the gift of prophecy, mm-hmm. that they might be um, prophetically gifted. I don't, I don't think I would have known about that as a gift. And, and, you know, when we talk about the different spiritual gifts, we say that prophecy is one of them, but I think there's a lot of people, myself in in the beginning included, that would be like, well, that's not for me. Like Mm -hmm. that's for, um, you know, there's no hierarchy in the spiritual giftings. Um, And I think I would have thought like, once I did come around to the idea that that is a gift that we can still have and there is a way that prophecy still operates, that that certainly isn't something that I'm qualified to do, um, which is so backwards because we don't qualify ourselves. God gives us those gifts. We don't go get them or earn them. I mean, we can study and we can, uh, Pastor Kyle said, to eagerly desire them. Mm -hmm. We can do those things, but we don't stand on our own merit. We have been given authority by Christ. And so I I think that for sure my view of that has changed a whole lot. I think that there's a degree of test all things that remains. Um, I've been the recipient of prophecy that's been spot on. I've been the recipient of prophecy that hasn't come, come to to pass yet, but I still can find that it's, it's um, encouraging and beneficial and, and gives me something to think about because it's biblical. And there's, there's some that I've received that is, super far off. Um, so I think that in, in living and in receiving those things, God's taught me a lot. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, it's interesting that you would say that, like, there are some things that we know are prophetic because, or we know were prophetic when they were given to us because they have come to pass Mm -hmm. and other things that you still view as prophetic. Like that was a prophetic word that hasn't come to pass yet, but I know like you just know by how it, how you received it and how it was given mm-hmm. that, that that's something that you're still looking forward to and you yeah. can see that. And then other things you can dis, dis, 
discard, discard rather, discard right out of hand because the way that they were offered or the things that were said were so counter to what prophecy is supposed to be. Right. Um, that you can just say like, no, I, I actually don't receive that. Not because I don't want to. Right, not not just straight out because I don't want that to be a word for me. Because sometimes correction is in there, right? Yep. Sometimes warning is in there. It's not about whether you you want to receive it or not. But we learned this really cool tool while we were we did at our um, at our conference down in Exponential about the prophetic, like about how to kind of test that. Like you said, testing all things right. and. As pastors, the way that these pastors do it, they gave us an acronym, right? It's like either they, they all starts us, with the same letter right. or it's, you know. They're going to do a little different ways or yes. something. This is real, real um, on the nose. It's the ABCs, Yeah, right? It's when you are receiving something, like if somebody has a word and, and they're giving it to you, or, you know, if you feel compelled, like if you feel nudged by the Holy Spirit to, to share something, there's this way of testing it and it's just ABC, mm-hmm. right? Do you want to yeah. share that with yeah. us, Tara? So A would be A for affirming. Is it is it affirming? Is it affirming that person? Um, what heart are you speaking out of? Yeah. Um, are you affirming the things of God in them and the, the things that he would say are true? Right. Um, or if it's correction, like the things that should be true, is it affirming? Is it biblical? Yeah. B is for biblical. B is for biblical. Major, major deal here, right? Like mm-hmm. we're not talking about, um, like you said, revelation that's like scriptural and, and that we are now things that are going to be revealed to us are, are considered equal with scripture. That's Mm-mm. not what we're talking no. about. What we're saying is, does the Bible affirm what you're saying? Not are, yeah. not only are you affirming what someone, you know, some affirming someone else, but is what you're about to say or is, you know, is what's on your heart is, is what you're taking in from someone else is what someone else has to say. Is it biblical? Right. Could, could the Holy Spirit say that to you? Right. (laughs) Because if not, then it's not biblical. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then C, um, help me. Let's see. Yeah, C was, is Christ-like. it Christ-like? Is it Christ-like? Right. It just flew right out of my no, mind. No, it's good. It's so, good. Yeah. C is, is it, is it Christ-like, right? So is, do you, could you hear this coming out of Jesus' mouth? Right. You know, does it, was it given to you? Was it presented in a way? How funny that those are so similar, biblical right? and Christ-like, because mm-hmm. they are. Right. <laughs> he is the word. He is the word. That's right. Yeah. So is it, can you imagine... Um, and, and I think too, like it's not in our tool, this ABC is enough, right? Um, is it affirming? Is it biblical? Is it Christ-like? Can you check those things? Can you check what you're about to say some, to someone, what you're about to mm-hmm. give to someone against those three things? And it's, and it works, right? It, it, right. it, it is all of those things. Well, guess what? Even if it's not from the Holy Spirit, even if that is from your brain and right. not prompted specifically by God, if it's affirming and it's biblical and it's Christ-like, you're I mean, good. Like, could everything that I say be those things, please? Yes. And amen. <laughs> could all of that be what comes out of my mouth all the time? Right. Yeah. Yes. It's interesting that you say what you're about to say. So we're talking about two sides of the same coin, right? right? We're right. talking about re- being able to receive prophecy 
from another believer and also being able to give it. So um, I just, I find that interesting that I don't know where people are listening from, what perspective, you know, right right now, but Mm -hmm. I feel like people would have a tendency to be, um, feel more comfortable with one or the other. Right. Probably. Yeah. Um, That's a good. And, and feel maybe like they could practice one or the other a little bit, um, with a little bit more of an open mind or maybe a little bit more confidence. Um, so it's yeah. just interesting. It's just encouragement to, to anyone listening that if you feel more comfortable receiving than giving, then it, you know, that's okay. But, yeah. um, to lean in there too. Yeah, it is. And, and the thing is, is as you said before, and, and uh, the scripture says, and, and pastor Kyle preached from the stage, like we are to eagerly desire these gifts. So, but it's, it's not always easy, right? Like that doesn't just come naturally day one. Okay. I eagerly desire all the things that you have for me, God. Like it can be a little overwhelming to even start looking at the things that you have as spiritual gifts, like the things that are inside of you that God has placed there. Um, I know for me, I don't know um, how much of my story you've heard or, or not, or whether you've been in the house or not, or what you've heard on Fathom Beyond Sunday. Um, but for me, even starting to recognize some of the things that I thought I just thought of as quirks of my personality um, and, and going looking at them and hearing like hearing other people call them spiritual gifts or maybe even taking an assessment, a spiritual gifts mm-hmm. assessment and, and recognizing that as a spiritual gift. That was a little that was a, a very different mindset for me and a shift in my thinking because I used to say like, oh, that's just how I am. That's just the way that I am. Mm. And not like thanking God for how he made me. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a very different thing to, to look at an aspect of my personality or something that I do or feel naturally gifted at as a gift God gave me to steward it rather mm-hmm. than uh, just, this is just how I'm, you know, this is a product of my upbringing or I'm a, this is a product of my, um, just my life and my circumstances. Right. Yeah. And then there are other thing, there's another thing. So I'm super emotional now. And anybody who's been in the same room with me for any length of time when the scripture is being read knows like I'm crazy emotional. I can like tears fall really easily now, but that is not at all who I was for the first, I don't know, 30 years of my life, probably. Hmm. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> On the first 30 years of my life, I was not a crier at all. Like I just wasn't. And so one of the things I remember saying as an overwhelming gift <laughs> was this idea and, or uh, yeah, something that sort of overwhelmed me and, um, was this idea that I would cry or I would be emotional and that would be something I couldn't control. I couldn't, um, stop or like these things, like those emotions would kind of pour out of me and I would be moved by God's word or I would be moved by his miracles. I would be moved, um, by suffering or I would be moved like Mm -hmm. by the, all of these different things. Like it just, nothing ever really phased me, um, for a lot of my life. And for me to be really moved was overwhelming. So I say all of that. And I, I put out all of that to say this, it could be a little overwhelming to realize you've been gifted mm. the gift of prophecy 
before you eagerly desired it. Wow. Yeah. It could be a little overwhelming because I didn't eagerly desire. I didn't know that I eagerly desired tears and emotion mm. and and for God to break my heart for what broke his. I didn't mm. know that. I know that now, but it was a little overwhelming when I didn't quite know yet what he was doing or what he was gifting me with. So don't be like, don't be afraid Yeah. <laughs> if you realize like, oh man, I, there are a lot of times where, you know, I haven't talked to somebody for, you know, six months and they are on my mind and I feel like I really have to share this verse with them or I really need to tell them, hey, you're not alone or I really, you know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Well, is that a prompting of the, the Holy Spirit? You know, is it? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. And what if we lived like it was? Yeah. What? I mean, I should text that person or this verse. And then you talk yourself out of it. No, they don't. I haven't talked to them in so long. This would be weird to just get a text or, you know, it's whatever, whatever the reason. But I mean, if Jesus was sitting next to you and said, hey, would you send this to her? Like, Right. Would you do it? Would yeah. you do it right yeah, then? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so that's whatever, what's in your mouth. I mean, I just feel, I mean, it's in my spirit to, I feel like everything I say comes back to the same thing. If you've got something that's on the tip of your tongue and it's affirming and biblical and Christ-like, I can't tell you the number of times I've sent a text that felt a little like, hmm, that was a little, that was kind of much. Like that was a prayer, but it was a challenging prayer. Hmm. Hope. And then, and then the hour goes by, right, where they don't like heart it or right. like say anything, and you're like, oh, <laughs> they don't sh- respond hmm. immediately. No, but <laughs> I mean, I I don't think it's ever happened that it's been like you've overstepped. Right. I don't typically go too. You know, I don't. Right. Go, I'm not going too far. I'm not being unloving. Right. I'm not right. not caring for the person. Um, I don't think if I have, you know, message me after privately. <laughs> we'll talk about that. But, yeah. but nine times out of 10, it's me stepping out of my comfort zone and them going like, wow, that's some really, and that's God. Yes, it is. That's not me. Right. And well, I'm so grateful for the chance. Yeah. And it, it is God, right? Because I mean, naturally we, we have that sin nature. We're pretty selfish people in general. Oh, um, for like sure. Naturally, <laughs> I have a natural bent toward commiserating yeah. and not toward speaking life. Like mm-hmm. I'm just being real. Yeah. It's something God has grown in me. Um, it's not, you know, growing up and, and in relationships, like got any dirt, like people asking me that, like what's going on? Like wanting to know, like that's not, that's not taking up real estate like it used to. And that's all God. Yeah. That's all God to not want to always be, I mean, there's a, a conversation where you can commiserate and then there's like getting down in the, in the mud with somebody and we don't, and getting yourself, we don't want to sling other people. (laughs) Yeah. Getting yourself stuck there and just not, not honoring him. Um, and instead he's given, he gives, he gives the gift over and over to all of us with that, that little whisper, like there's a better way. Yeah. There's a better way. There's better words for this. Yeah. That's so good. I think we're going to end there. Um, Because there's two things I really love that we're ending on. One is, yeah, it's him. It's his whisper saying, like, there's a better way. Like, let me show you my way. I am the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And this, just that challenge. I love that challenge of, like, live like Jesus is next to you. 
right? Because mm-hmm. he is. Right. Live, live like Jesus is there and he's next to you. Live Oof. like it is. Let's live like those words of encouragement are coming from him. Mm-hmm. Let's live like those words of, of teaching are coming from, them, from him. Yeah. Um, and, and if it's correction, let's say it like he would say it. Yeah, let's love people yeah. like he would love them. Um, that's just such a good challenge for, for me. I know, you know, finishing out this week and, and not just saying like, oh, that was a one-off sermon and it's not a whole series. So it's not going to keep coming back up. Like this is one that I want down deep mm-hmm. in my heart and at the top of my mind, um, as we move forward, not just the rest of this week, but like the rest of this year, let that turn into the rest of my life that mm-hmm. I live like Jesus is right there and prompting my words. So, yeah. All right, Fathom fam, we love you. Um, thank you for for hanging out with us today on the podcast. Uh, I promise that in the future, if we're going to take a week off, we'll let you know. I'll let you know here. <laughs> if, um, if we can pray with you, we want to do that. So you can always send your prayer requests or your questions, things that you want us to answer on this podcast. You can always send those to Christina at fathom.church. If you want to get connected you just don't know how you're not sure what quite what to do maybe um maybe you know it's time for your next step and you're just not sure exactly where um where you need to go next you can always text the keyword fathom to 97,000 and follow the prompts we would love to connect mm-hmm. with you um and just yeah we're we're really excited that you're here and we look forward to being back with you next week see you later nailed it nailed it